Welcome to the Art of the Dive, preseason FPL pod number one, new season, new look, new co-host, just kidding, I wish, Jake, buddy, how are you? Wow, that hurt a little bit, Uh, I'm excited, let's go, let's do it. You're ready for the new season? I am more ready than everyone could be, so... Well, I think there's more people out there that are more ready than you are right now. I don't think so. I mean, I've done a lot of research, put in a lot of time, dreamt about becoming the number one FPL player in the world. Yeah, so let's like just jump off right away with that. Like, new season here, last season came to a close, we were both very, very fatigued by the end of the season. At least I was. I was like, I was saying to Nick, our buddy the other day, out on a bike ride, I was so relieved and happy when the season ended. I could like hardly take it. What has your off season looked like here? Yeah, I agree. That was my first full season, um, and I was happy with the result. It wasn't it wasn't spectacular, but it wasn't bad. Um, and I actually even put a World Cup team together. And then the smartest decision I made was not looking once at it and just enjoying the World Cup for what it is. So. Uh, this time around, I mean, it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Um, so I think hopefully the fatigue doesn't set in and I can be sharper throughout the year. So Yeah, I tried to do like a World Cup fantasy team. It just like didn't do it for me. It wasn't interesting. I couldn't get excited about it. Um, I don't also, know. I just, the web page looked like it was from 1990. That also kind of bothered me. Yeah, that was bad. It was awesome that McDonald's was sponsoring it. Yeah, it makes sense. So. Yeah. McDonald's get really, really fat and play soccer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every Love men's it. league. Yeah, every men's league ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're, you're excited for the season. I am. Uh, I think we should at least promote how you did last year. You may not want to do that, but, you know, it is our pod, and people should want to listen to us because of the place that you, you took last year. Sure. What did I finish? You don't even know? I, I don't remember, actually. I think was you it? were 14,000. Uh, yeah, about 14,000. Yeah, so I don't know the exact number, but I'm 99% sure you were within fourteen to 15,000. Yeah, so right around the midpoint of the season, uh, game week 22 or 23, somewhere in there, I don't remember exactly, but I hit 124, I think, in the world, which was pretty cool, like, that deep into the season. And the second half of my season was absolute shambles. I, like, could not get it together. I could not find any differentials. I missed some captain picks. Uh, I had some unlucky stuff happen as well. But mostly it was just, like, my inability to continue to do research. And, like, you kind of said it earlier, marathon, not a sprint. And I really fell apart in the second half of the season. Still impressive, though. I mean, I don't know a lot of guys that pot and finish that high. So, you know listen to this guy maybe not me but you know whatever are you trying to compare our pod to other pods like so people listen to us i'm just throwing it out there you know kudos to you so yeah well you're like an official big doctor now so doctor and someone who's good at fpl together should be able to like muster one decent finish yeah we'll see this is the year i think yeah so let's uh let's kind of like get going with a little bit about the the pod so 
So this pod's going to be just like a preseason pod. Uh, we're not going to cover like a ton of specifics or like a lot of details. We just thought we'd talk a little bit about the upcoming season. Um, upcoming pods here, we're going to be doing a, a little bit about like kind of positions and teams uh, in one of our upcoming pods. And then we'll be doing like a keys to success pod. And then finally, we will do an official like game week one pod. What do our teams look like? What types of things should we be looking for players to add drop? Um, anything to add to that, Jake? No, I think that's good. Uh, I think we can just kind of switch off questions for this one and, and go from there. Yeah, so I'm going to start. Um, we, we, we both did some good different questions that we'd like to ask each other and kind of just riff about. So first thing, um, there's no new changes to the rules this season. Actually, the bonus point system is going to stay the exact same. Uh, the chips are going to stay the exact same. So what are your thoughts on it, Jake? I like it. I think that uh don't want to make the game too intricate. You want to make it for the masses so that more people join in and, and finish the year off. I mean, that's never going to be everyone, but uh, the more the better. Uh, I also think that with all the other things going on at the beginning of this year, like coming out of a World Cup and that, too many changes would cause too many problems, so... Yeah, I completely agree. I I would argue, though, that, like, the bonus point system, and I mean, if you look into, like, what the FPL community is interested in terms of changes for the the FPL season, a lot of people are of the opinion that the bonus point system is incredibly flawed. That was something I thought that they were going to take a serious look at. They have not. Uh, But, yeah, I guess, like, in terms of consistency, it's nice to actually not have a lot of question marks about, like, for example, last year, nobody really understood how the free hit chip worked, even late into the season. Yeah, definitely. And that way, now everyone kind of has a better idea, unless this is their first new year. So, Yeah, fair enough. Uh, okay, what do you got for me? Uh, let's do three New Year's FPL resolutions to live by. It's not New Year's. It's New Year's FPL. So it's like new season FPL. Yeah, I mean, it's the start of the year. All right, new season FPL resolutions live by if that makes you happier. Aren't the stats like something like 75 or 80% of all people that have resolutions like abandon them within the first two weeks of a new year? Yeah, but we're going to be that 20%. Okay. I'm already pissed off by the question joke. Uh, Okay, three things to live by. You want me to come up with my own three? Yeah, why don't you come up with your own three? Okay, off the cuff. Uh, First one. Um... I'm going to say pick two premium players only. That would be my first pick, or my first thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Second thing, focus on points per million distribution uh, so that you can maximize value within the team. And third thing, fodder players on your team should be high-risk, high-reward players. Those would be three things that I'm going to try to live by this year. So... Just to recap, I'm only going to make sure I have two premium players on my team. Uh, and by premium, I mean like basically 10 million or above. Uh, so no more than two of those players. Uh, second, I'm going to try to uh, focus on points per million values to maximize value throughout my team. And third, those guys that are like laid on my bench, I'm going to try to make them like high risk, high reward players if possible. Sometimes they're just throwaway players, but. High risk, high reward players. I don't know. That's just off the cuff. I like what those. Are your th- I like What those. are your three? 
Go ahead. What do you think? Um, one is to always keep a balanced team. Um, okay. No garbage players that aren't going to play, um, especially if you've used up wild cards. Um, second, I do really like... I won't steal it, but I do like the two big players. Um, I'm going to go a little bit... Um, just a main rule in general, always try to captain a midfielder um, unless you mm. really have a good solid forward that's going in a bad, going into a very, very good matchup. Um, and then lastly, um, I'm just, I'm going to have fun uh, and keep, keep it to, you know, setting my team within like, 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Cause I think the more I go into it, the more I just confuse myself. Okay. I like that. The, the fun thing is, is pretty bad. I mean, that's pretty lame that you just said that in our pod. I mean, like that's the third one in general though, you know, like together. So let's have fun. Well, I feel like game. when I sit there for two hours and I just keep going back and forth, I mean, like I kid you not, right. Last year I had Sala and Firmino in my starting 11, you know, had them in there you you did kind of t- I'm not like bringing this up to you know you know the hatchet's buried it's, it was my fault but you talked me out of Firmino and I talked myself out of Salah and I just like I'm like probably would have gotten fifty thousand spots better had I started with those two players so don't want to overthink it like right now I'm not going in and switching my team daily uh, I'm just you know taking some time reading like maybe an article a day and going from there. Right, you would have gotten 150,000 spots better if you weren't an idiot. Yeah, true. So, But we can't fix everything. We can't, can we? Okay, on the note then of premium players, I'm going to jump onto this question. Uh, the top two players in the game, in terms of price, Salah at 13, Kane at 12.5. Uh, do you want one, either, or both of them? Or neither? Yeah. Yeah, we all knew we were going to get to this question. Uh, Right now, I cannot find a way to get Salah out of my team. Um, In the start, he has a lot of good fixtures, and he's going to be my captain. And, you know, reading more about it, you need a player like that. Um, Because even if you spread the wealth out, you know, you're then having to pick the right captain every week. And if Salah does anything close to what he did last year, you're going to need him. Um, Kane, I'm going to stay away from in the beginning just because of the Spurs World Cup um, and his track record in August. Spurs were in the World Cup? Oh, all those players. I mean, they're going to have just so many guys out, I feel, and just like a lot of new spots, and they're in a new stadium. It's I'm going to play it safe at the beginning of the year, and I think he's actually pretty high risk even though he's a very good player yeah i completely agree with that um here's the question though like and, and this is what almost all fpl managers are asking themselves can sala repeat what he did last year i don't think he i mean he can yes he could i don't need him to even at that 13 mil price though i mean the way i think about it is you okay you don't have him who are you going to have on your team that you're going to be like, oh, he's a for sure captain every week? Right. You have to like make your team very balanced and really get your other captain picks. If you know, even if he's still just scoring one goal a game, 
he's still a very good captain in the midfield. Like, his position didn't change, you know, so. Yeah, it's interesting. I've listened to the point of view of two different big Liverpool fans. So, our good friend Nick, long bike ride, like I said the other day, and we chatted about this. And Nick's argument was kind of like the gambler's fallacy argument. Like, he can't possibly produce another season like he did this year. Um, and it's interesting that you said that. You said he doesn't have to, uh, to to be of enough value to be warranted to be on your team. I kind of agree with that. Uh, the other person that I listened to was uh, the FML-FPL uh, team. And I believe it was Alon that went on kind of a, a, a rant about how the Liverpool squad is actually better this year than last year. Uh, and so to think that Salah is going to have less chances or less good opportunities is kind of silly. He's probably going to this year have even more good opportunities to score than he did last year. Now, that doesn't mean that he continues to score at like the rate that he was scoring. It was outrageous, right? He's not going to continue to just set records season after season after season. But I think it all comes back to kind of like what you said. He's going to have a lot, a lot of opportunities, and he doesn't need to be as outrageous as he was last year to still be worth that $13 million price tag. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I mean, we'll get into this more too, but Liverpool to me and Man City are like your two surefire top six teams that I'm, I'm just not like questioning anything about them. I mean, like even if they don't have the same exact seasons, you know, they're I just, every time I go back to those teams, I'm like, still managed by Pep, still managed by Klopp. They're just safe right now. Yeah, they're going to bang goals. Yeah. For sure. And, and uh, like, I, I like what you said as well. If you don't have Salah, who do you have instead? It, okay, so, like, the next highest scoring team is would be a would be a city asset, and you have no idea if that player is going to start week in and week out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether it's Sané, Mahrez, Sterling... They're all in for rotation now, and Salah's not getting rotated. He's going to play every single game week. Yeah, and even if it's Kevin, I mean, Kevin was still 83 points behind Salah last year, and he has those games where he just he doesn't get returns. You can't be like, oh, I'll captain him hit here, you know, and he does it kind of in a, a fashion where you like you never know when you should captain him or not. So right. he's a hard captain choice. So Yeah, I agree. Okay, let's move on. You have the next question. All right. Um, most overpriced player when you first initially looked. Oh, that is a really hard one. Uh, most overpriced? I So, all right, I know this is a cop-out. I think that, the, that for the first time in a while, and I'm sure as I dig more through players, um, I will... I will change my opinion on that. But the last two seasons, I have thought like multiple players were crazy overpriced. Uh, on my like kind of first and second look through players, I actually think official FPL got it pretty close to right this year. Uh, there's not a lot of players that I looked at and were like, wow, that's way outside the range. Um, I do think that like Sterling is slightly overpriced with the potential for rotation for him. Uh, I think he's at 11 mil this year. Um, I just don't think a lot of managers will be able to fit him into their team because of that. Um, and now you've got, you know, he's going to be competing for some time with some other players. Um, but outside of like that, there weren't a lot of 
players that I looked at and thought like, wow, way overpriced. They're never going to fit in. Did you have a guy in mind? Uh, I think this question's done and dusted because Sterling to me was the only one I thought was way overpriced. Um, So yeah, I completely agree. It's hard though to say that he's way overpriced because he did score, I think, wasn't he fourth overall in FPL points last year? Yeah, I just, he's one where I'm like, well, will he actually return at the same rate? And then they bring in Mahrez and it's like everyone knew they were going to get him. You know, I feel like everyone deep down knew that. And I just don't think he should be more than Kev. Kev's 10 again. He's mm-hmm. a whole mill more expensive. And, you know, Kev's more consistent and scored more than he did last year overall. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for pricing is whether or not, uh, like, the average FPL manager can can manage to get that player into their side. And I think that Sterling's going to be really, really hard to, for anyone to get into their side uh, just because, you know, if you have Salah, if you have, you know, even one other decent player, all of a sudden Sterling's out. Yes, for sure. Okay. All right. Um, is it my turn? Yeah, this one's you. Okay. Uh, let's do this. Um, what do you know about, like, let's just talk about this a little bit. Which which or will players be rested following the world cup? So that's a big question for a lot of FPL managers. I've heard like some people go as far as to say, don't even have players in your team that played in later rounds in the world cup. Um, have you had a chance to do any research on that or no? I've done actually probably the more extensive amount of research on it. Cause it's going to, I think it could really hurt your team. If you make a big mistake in the beginning, yep. one player like, okay, you might be all right, but two, you're already like going to be having to use multiple transfers or use your wild card early, and I think it's a big deal. Um, I would have to, I, I have the article saved, um, but I think guys that went to the quarterfinals, um, they're not going to be back in till game week two at the earliest, if not three, um, based on the World Cup four years ago, because this one was closer to the start of the EPL season, um, which takes out a lot of players. Uh, so, I mean, that means, you know, no Kev, uh, Kane, um, Sterling. I mean, there's numerous players. So I have all those guys listed, you know, Hazard, I, and I'm staying away from them from the beginning. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. I I have as well... Um... The only guy I have, like, in kind of my preseason team that is likely to be out is um, Lovren, who mm-hmm. is, according to himself, the one of the best defenders in the entire world. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, I could see him saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. He came out and said, like, I led my team to Champions League final. I led my team to World Cup final. I am one of best players in the world. Then he lost both of those. Yeah, he can't pass the ball, but aside from that, he's all right. Right, yeah, you don't need to be able to pass the ball. Mm-hmm. Professional player. Uh, kind of like you as a center back, right? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's kind of hurtful. And then people my... might actually believe that that's true. It is true, and the fact that you think you're good at every position is also a problem. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My passing is definitely above average, average to, to good, if not wow. great. You rate yourself quite well. I think my passing was always good, but all right. What would be like your FIFA, overall FIFA rating for yourself as a card? If you're like a 
Right, like ultimate team, Jacob Close. What's your what is your well, card? Well, no, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't even be able to be rated. Probably no, no, no. Just like pretend you're like a pro player. What's your? Are, are you a bronze, silver, or gold card? Go ahead. Well, I mean, I'd have to be. I, this is a weird question, but I think bronze. I mean, I'm not that good. I'm not good okay, enough. So to you play suck at passing. That's what you're saying. Well, compared to, like, pro athletes, but I'm saying at the level that I played, I was above average to get right. at least. So, like, as a youth soccer player, you were above average. No, I was saying at the collegiate level, so. Right, so when you were a college player and you played with those seven-year-olds, that you were, like, above average. You know what? You answer this question. I'm done arguing with you. Okay, I would say that I would be a gold card. <laughs> no, 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 not that question. Your original question. <laughs> Uh, what was my original question? Uh, oh my god! I uh, World Cup players. Yeah, players are going to be arrested. I, I really believe that. I've done a little bit of research on it. Um, you know, I think especially later round players, we need to be careful. I mean, they they really only have like three to four weeks of preseason space uh, uh, to like get themselves like ready and um, organized. And the reality of it is, most of those players mentally just need some time off. They need to go see their families and rest and get their heads right for the season. Um, you know, soccer is as much a mental game as it is a physical game. Um, if anyone thinks otherwise, they're, they're goofy, right? So, like, these, these people need some time off. Yeah, I agree. But here, let me ask you this question off of yours. So, Lovren's on your team. He's not going to mm-hmm. play game week one, if not two. What happens if someone else on your team gets a red card or gets injured? Aren't you going to regret starting with him in your team? Yeah, I don't know. I guess you're right. I, I got to look into it. I got to look into it a little bit more. That's where, like, preseason is going to be really important because what could happen is maybe Lovren, because he's, like, Eastern European hard-ass, like, takes two weeks off, I have no family. Then he goes right back, like, to Liverpool and starts playing right away again. There's a chance that he could, like, be in the side in the second week. True. Very true. And we just don't really know, like, how that's all going to line up. So it's hard to judge. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, you got a question? All right, um, we did top players. Let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum. Wolves, Cardiff, and Fulham got promoted. Uh, give me one or two players that you would consider putting in your team to start. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of tough, right? I mean. People are really hard on the guy's name is Jota, right, from mm-hmm. Wolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like a the creative type. I don't watch a lot of the championships, so I don't know a lot about him. I'm not going to pretend like I do. I just know that, like, every manager and their mom and little brother all have, like, Jota in their team. Um, that doesn't make him a good player or a good pick. Uh, we've definitely learned that with... You know, this last year, both of us kind of got involved in the FPL community a little bit more. Just because the consensus thinks it's good does not mean it's a good pick. But people like him. Um, Another player that I'm, like, kind of interested in, uh, Cardiff uh, Peltier. Uh, He's an outside back for them. And apparently he is currently the first choice back been doing a little research on it. He's a 4.0 defender, so I'm kind of interested in that. Um, Wolves also have a player uh, forward by the last name of Bonatini, uh, who scored a number of goals for them in the championship, and 
I don't know. He there's a chance he could retain his spot in the Premier League. I think that he probably won't, but there's a chance that he could as kind of like an enabling forward, right, to like allow you to like free a bunch of funds up. Uh, so those are kind of like the three guys that I've tentatively looked at. I am interested in exploring Fulham a little bit just because they were, you know, kind of the, one of the well-known attacking sides in the championship this last year. So I, I don't know. Do you have anybody in mind that you really like? I, I really like Jota. I mean, I know that's what everyone else is saying, but I had him in my team from day one and kept him there. Um, I mean, I think we f- remember and don't for fail for or forget that like Gross is a player that was promoted last year and he would have been key to have on your team for most of the year. So, I mean, yes, you can miss out and it might not be Jota, but I think there's points to be had. The other player who's the same price is Sassignon. I hope I'm oh, yeah. saying that correctly. Yeah, but you, did, you did, yeah. That's good. You've, have you been practicing saying your names? Um, I've done a little bit more research. I'm gonna have to keep up on it this year because it like offends people. You know, like I don't like who cares, right? You know who I'm talking about, but whatever. I'm not gonna yeah, get into like, that right now. Yeah, last year that was funny. We talked about that in one of our pods. Like somebody DM'd me on Twitter and was like, "Hey, listen to your pod. Just want to say you guys did a really nice job." But whoever's the guy that can't say the names right should probably start doing some research. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll just Google. Either I play more FIFA, I guess, and like play with these teams, or like I don't know if Google can let me play their names. Like, what? How am I gonna know that? Whatever. I, I feel like it doesn't make a difference, but yeah, I get it. Suck a dick, you know? I, no, no. I just, I try to please my no, fans. No, no, he can suck David Silva's <laughs> oh, anaconda dong. I would never wish that upon anybody. So. Yeah, because it would fucking eat him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right that was his donkey Ew, that was his anaconda dick yeah i got that i got that yeah, i don't think snakes make noise but whatever. well this one does yeah okay okay a raptor Wait. or something just coming at you out of his pants yeah so i'd go with those two players and then i think uh don't judge me on this if this is wrong but the portugal keeper patricio going to wolves is also interesting to me hmm. at 4.5 mil yeah so Okay, I, I like those. All those shots are really good. Yeah. Um, I do think that, like, the preseason is really going to help us understand what those teams are going to look like in terms of shape and in terms of rotation. Um, just like every year, you're probably going to need, like, two or three guys, maybe two, no, not three, maybe two guys out of those teams uh, at super low prices to help enable you to have players that are a bit more expensive. Yeah, definitely. I agree 100%. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I'm getting kind of low on questions here. I guess just off that note, like, is there a team that's newly promoted that really does interest you that you think, I mean, this is also kind of just like an EPL question, like a team that's going to be decent this year in the EPL that you like? Uh, Okay. I have to twist your question. I'm staying away from the promoted sides and I'm going to say I'm really excited about Everton. Uh, and uh, Arsenal, which I know people have said multiple times, but with the new managers, um, I'm excited. So I think there's a lot of um, investment into those teams based on the fact that they were priced by like their returns last year. Yeah, I so this this week I kind of gave a buddy of ours 
uh, GM Jim a hard time because he brought up Walcott. And every year that we've played FPL together, he's like, guys, Walcott, Theo, Theo Walcott, the best minutes per goal player of all time. And I'm like, yeah, Jim, because he plays four minutes per season and gets like two goals, uh, lucky goals. And I'm like, you get a boner to him every year. I'm not going to jump on that bandwagon. But I will apologize to him because then I looked at it. Everton's start to the season is quite incredible. They have a wonderful run of fixtures. He's priced at 6.5. And then I did the math. Marco Silva over there, uh, offensive coach, really good at unlocking um, you know, winger-style players, uh, probably going to give the potential, at least, for Walcott to have a half-decent season. Yeah, I, I mean, at first I was like you on the Walcott thing, maybe not quite as strong, but definitely interested in a midfield investment with their team, and to me it's either Siggy or Walcott. I think Walcott's a much bigger risk based on how he's played in the past few years. How he's hurt all the time? Yeah, and how he just doesn't seem to come through for you. We're like, we forget that Siggy had a really great season with Swansea, no less, um, and he's only one mil more, and he's going to be on free kicks. So I know, but do corners. you really want to drop? Do you really want to drop seven five for Gilfie? In the beginning, I may. I mean, we'll. This is one of my questions. We'll get to it later. But in the beginning, I I don't think that's an unfair price for him. Um, but he is definitely one of those players on my team right now that's more risk. So I may play it safe. Um, I don't but, know. I would. Like, 7-5, you could do Ramsey. Yeah, I mean, he's the other one that I'm thinking of. Like, Ramsey or Mickey, they just have two tough games to start with, and maybe I start with Siggy and then go to them after their two two tough games, know, but, right? But weren't there goals last year, like, when Arsenal and City played? They, like, scored a few goals, didn't That's they? That's true. That's true. It's not wrong. But I have to see if Ramsey, like, is Ramsey going to play a similar fashion? I mean, that's the thing. We don't know. Just keeping an eye out, these are the two teams that interest me the most, and we, we have to give it the full preseason. But a lot of like seven, you know, 6.5 to 7.5 price mints, like Mickey, Ramsey, I mean, those guys are good players. So yeah. you're going to have, I mean, I I will go on record and we can laugh at me three weeks down the line, but <laughs> you know, Walcott, Siggy, Ramsey, and Mickey, one of those guys is going to have a great start to the season and it's going to really help you to have them on your team. Ooh. The question is, which one's it going to be? Oh, of course one of them is going to have a good start to the season, Jake. Yeah, well, I mean, for me, I would put more money on Mickey or Siggy. Um Ramsey just he his like goal conversion rate was just through the roof last year and I just don't know if he's gonna do it again. So but we'll see. It depends on how they line up. Yes. There's a lot of questions with Arsenal, new manager. Um I'm excited about that team and the potential um for clean sheets and goals. Mm-hmm. Um now that hashtag Wenger out is gone. Um we did do a pod about that last year, Wenger's duck dick. Yeah. Hashtag never forget. Hashtag always remember. Uh, But, yeah, I'm very excited for Arsenal. We'll talk about them more when we kind of, like, go into a little bit more serious preview about the season. All right, wait, wait, wait. While we're on this, one question, and then I'll do my other question. But if you were to take a defender That's two questions. Well, yeah, but aren't I next up? Like, I think I'm next up. 
Yeah, I'm actually mostly out of questions. So. Okay, good. So, one defender from either of these teams that you would consider starting with. Arsenal or Everton? Yeah, one from either. Okay. Uh, on Arsenal, um, I'm really interested in watching Kolasinac. Um, just because he's at 5.0, there's a chance he could win the left-back spot. Little fun tidbit. Uh, Chambers was actually deployed in the midfield for the preseason match that they just had the other day. Uh, so normally a left-back um, was actually deployed in the, in the midfield. So I'm going to keep an eye on both of those guys. Uh, if there's, like, for some weird reason, like, the manager is excited about... Is it Sari? Who's the manager? Oh, uh, no, it's Emery. Oh, yeah, yeah Emery. Yeah, yeah, um, I Wow, that's embarrassing. I just blanked. Uh, it's all right. He's new for Chelsea, so you weren't too far off. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, oh, yeah, no shit. Uh, anyways, if um, if Emery, like, has this thing for Chambers and decides to play him, like, at a left mid or something like that, at 4.5, I will have him in my team 100%. Um and then Class Natch, if, if for some reason he makes his, his way into the side, I probably wouldn't have him to start the season, but just because of those two tough fixtures, but then I'd probably think about bringing him in to enable some funds elsewhere. Yeah, I agree with you with him. I'm He's probably number two on my list. Right now I have Baines in. I, I honest, want your 100% honest opinion on him. No. No. Why? Why? That's my question. Why? Okay, well... He gets up the field, creates yeah, a lot of chances, yeah, yeah. and takes PKs. I'm an idiot. You don't know who's taking PKs uh, this year on that Everton team. Marco Silva is not known as a defensive coach, and they're not known to keep clean sheets under him. Uh, and how old is Baines? He's 34. That's the one 85 thing. years old. 34, whatever. 85 years old. He's going to literally have a heart attack and die on the pitch. You're All an right. idiot. All right, you've okay, and you know what? This is going to be the same thing with Firmino last year. He's going to start out bang like three goals in four games. Good. Whatever. I hope he. I hope he does. I fucking hope he does, Jake. That's a strong. I thought like maybe you'd be like, no, I wouldn't go with him. But no, that's, it's a that's stupid a pick. Go. It's a dumb pick. All right, all right, fine. What does he cost? What does he cost? Five and a half. What's Coleman cost? Five and a half. I can't believe we're having this fucking conversation. Okay, it's right done. Now. It's done. It's over. That was my question. So I don't want to do a pod with you anymore. Oh my god! All right. I'm happy we we figured this out in the first pod of the season because I can get a new co-host. You know, uh, that's a little harsh. Maybe we should break off and just both do our own pods. Uh, you know what? You probably have someone in your team that like makes absolutely no sense. I could have written you with Loverin. Like, why would you have a player that's not even going to start for the first two game weeks of the season? I'm just not that, that mean. I have enough depth for uh, the team. No, no, that's a terrible decision. You so. haven't even seen my team yet. Yeah, you're right, but that's still a terrible decision. You don't know that. You haven't seen my team yet. All right, whatever. Yeah, whatever to you. All right, do you have any more questions? I don't want to pod with you anymore. No, it's my time. It's my turn. So uh, It was just your turn. You just asked a question, but go ahead. No, I said that was tailoring off what, yeah, you know yeah, what, yeah. whatever. Do you want to go first? You don't have any, but you yeah, can I'm go out first. Of que- I'm out of okay. questions. All right, so... <laughs> Um, let's see. Who is locked into your team from day one, and you're not going to move unless barring a significant injury? Uh, and you can't say solid or Kane. Okay, all right, that's different. That changes it. Um, nobody. Nobody. Okay. Yeah. 
everybody else is basically expendable, in my opinion. Um, Salad is about the only player that I look at, and I'm like, yep, he's staying in the side. Um, I do have Obama Man. He's my other premium. I'm wrestling right now between him and the Keen. Uh, but personally, I like Obama Man a little bit better. I think the Coon will also start early in the season for most of the matches with um, Jesus playing kind of late into the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that Pep honestly just prefers the Coon. And really, Jesus Christ is not that good of a soccer player. Um, he runs really hard, but I don't know that he's very good. Yeah, um, you were big on him last year. I was, and I realized that, that was a big mistake uh, after watching a few games. I can admit when I'm wrong. Um, yeah. Right, Same. like you with Baines. Um, so the other player I'm quite interested in that we haven't talked about yet, so he's not locked in, so it doesn't necessarily answer your question, but I like Ashley Young a lot. Um, this year he's been reclassified as a defender, uh, so last year he was classified as a midfielder, so he was basically worthless to have on your team. But this year he's classified as a defender, and he's at 6.0 mil. Um, he played a ton of minutes last year. I th- assume that he's going to be the start of this year at the left back, left wing back position. Uh, I think he had two goals and six assists last season, uh, which is pretty decent. And if you count the clean sheets, then he had a pretty solid season. Yeah, I, I completely agree. He's a player that I'm going to be bringing into my team game week two or three. So, um, Who is your locked-in guys other than Salad or Sir Harold? So I'm actually going to go to defense and say Azpil is on my team. No matter really? what. Day one. So Really? Even with the manager change. And actually, the more I read about the manager change, the more locked-in he is to my team. Why? You don't know if he's even going to play. Well, I, I think he's for sure going to play. I mean, who else is going to play instead of him? Well, so where where do you think he's playing? I think he's either playing center back or he may even play right back, which is where I'd rather have him play. Yeah, so just to be clear, you're willing to pay $6.5 million for a center back? Yes. He played mm-hmm. center back last year, and he was the high-scoring defender and had a really high points per million. You even talked about points per million. In, so, a, in a three-back system. Yeah, but here's the thing. So, new manager plays higher possession, means more passes, more time Chelsea's on the ball. I think they also will be... I mean, right now they may be playing in uh, Europa, right? Or Well, I guess they could qualify for Champions League. I forgot. No, they can't. No, they can't. So, I mean, I don't think he's going to play in the beginning for Europa, too. And it's like, who else are they going to play there? Rudinger and Christensen? I just, Hmm. I don't know. I think he's finished in the top three the last two years, so he's consistent. He's really good on uh, BAPS. And I think the new manager is going to make the team even better. Yeah. So he's he's locked in. I like him. I don't love him as a center back. If he's a right back, I guess I see the argument because he can probably get forward, but uh, I don't know about center back. All right. Because they're probably going to play a flat back four. Yes. No, he always plays a 4-3-3, so I think that's what they're going to go with. Yeah. He has played, Sarri's played a little uh, 3-5-2 in his career. Not as much, but mostly mostly 4-3-3. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. At least you didn't say Baines. Okay. Uh, I'm out of questions. You're oh, out of I questions. do have one question. I have a fun question. 
Are you ready? Okay, yeah. All right, Desert Island. Okay. This is not going to be good. Yeah, it's good. You ever play that game before? Like, if you could bring, you know, like, one thing or five things or whatever on a desert island, what would you bring? Yeah. Okay, so if you could bring one FPL player, an EPL player, right, mm-hmm. onto a desert island with you, you're going to be stuck there, like, a, a long time. It's an indefinite amount of time. Who do you bring with you and why? Hmm. And you can't say Peter Crouch because he's not in the Premier League anymore because he clearly would be the best choice. You could use him as so many different tools. He could pick, like, coconuts for you. Uh, you could use him to, like, throw as a spear. Um, also, he's, like, so big that you could, like, use him as the focal point for a structure of some type. Okay. Um, so, But he's not in the league, so you can't pick him. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's a good question. Tough to I mean, you answer. Ha- I guess, let me throw a few things out there for you, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to think about, like, what is the purpose of this EPL player going to serve? Like, you're not playing football out there, right? Yeah, exactly. Right, because, like, you're just trying to survive. So, you know, like, are they a survivalist, right? Like, do you think that this 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 gentleman could, like, help you live? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's the first one. Like, are they a good conversationalist, right? Like... Could you chat with them a lot so that you don't go freaking crazy on the island? Like, mm-hmm. sexual favors, you know, could they keep you sexually pleasured? Obviously, that's probably what you're going to choose um, on the island so that, you know, you find yourself quite happy living there, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so which, who would you go with? Oof. Only one player. My gut at first said Vincent Company. Okay, because of his forehead ability to crack open coconut shells. <laughs> exactly, that was actually right. one of like my top three, and then two. I feel like as a defender for a, a team that wins the Premier League, um, you know he's been there and he's going to be a good team player. Right, and then he's also like big and strong. So like if there's like you know I don't know what the, like the p- politically correct term is, but if there's islanders that are not happy with you natives. Being there, Natives. Okay. I just feel like he's going to be someone who could crack a few skulls if you needed them to. Yeah, not to mention, good choice, bald. So you can actually, like when planes fly over, you can reflect the sun off his head to attract planes. Yeah, the more we talk about this, the more I like my choice. And the more you talk about it, that's a, that is a beautiful choice. All right, what about you? On the... On the the air of sexual fl- favors, that would not be great, though, Vincent Company. <laughs> Maybe not, yeah. Pro- probably not. I guess I didn't put that as high on my list as you thought yeah. I would. He'd rip your dick off. <laughs> All right, what about you? Uh, you know, I hadn't really thought about it. I kind of was leaning towards Raheem Sterling. Hmm. Um, wait for it, though, why? He's essentially a velociraptor. So I feel like he'd be able to, like, hunt animals for me. Mm-hmm. Can you, like, imagine, like, Wah! you know, like, <laughs> yeah. on the same note, and we've already talked about it once in this pod, but David Silva could release his anaconda cock, like, to go, like, get food for us, you know? I don't know. I, I don't like either of those choices, but... Why? Uh, I don't... I you don't want to like... eat? You don't want to be able to eat? Uh, no, I mean, I just think you're... 
overstating their abilities um, just based on their appearances. So. I feel like Marcos Alonso would be a good choice just for his hair. <laughs> just like a place to sleep on instead of like a cold hard <laughs> It's rock. like a blanket. Yeah. You know, like, oh, thanks, Marcus. Yeah, that's These not are all bad. good ideas. Oh, we'll play this game again later in the year. Players I wouldn't choose, Harry Kane, no chance. Okay? Yeah. He's not a wizard on an island. Uh, I also would not choose Mohamed Salah. No. I don't know why. Just Rafi on the island would really make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I wouldn't want either of those players. Also, both forwards, you know, they're kind of divas. They they want to score goals and things. And I don't yeah, know. So. that's true. Okay. All right, that was my last question. Okay. Um, here's a question. Mid Low price midfielder that interests you let's say below 6.5 and below or six maybe even six and below all right this might make you mad probably will jack me off wilshire oh my god that makes me so mad i can't believe you ripped into me for baines and now you're saying jack wilshire all right give me one reason why not okay so he's gonna play as a defensive mid again unlikely likely to play in a semi-attacking role for west ham you don't think they're going to do a four-two-three-one, and he's going to play as a center defensive mid? I don't think so. Okay. Well, what formation do you think they're going to play? I don't know yet, but I think that he's going to find himself in an attacking role. Okay, and then with a team that has brought in a ton of players, uh, all better attacking than him, where is he going to get like reap the benefits? I think that Jack is good for like a couple worldies every year. And at 5.0 million, uh, hard to beat that. Yeah, I disagree. Think about it. For Arsenal, like, in his career, hurt 94% of the time. Yeah, another reason not to pick. Okay. In the 6% of the time that he played, how many worldies did he have? Did he even score a goal last year for them? He played a significant amount. He didn't do anything. He's played, like, 600 minutes in the season. Let me just say, if there was one player I wanted to leave Arsenal, it was him, and I'm glad he's gone. Okay. Well, we'll see when he has uh, six goals and eight assists this season. Yeah, we'll mark it down. Yeah, we will. He'll be on my team, and I'll be great again, and you'll suck. Yeah, sure. All right, who's your one guy? Um, I'm having a hard time coming up with these players. That's where I was asking. Um, kind of just get your input, but... Uh, Ibe is an interesting player to me. Um, yeah, I love Ibe. Five and a half. And then Kennedy for Newcastle. He had a really good finish to the end of the year. They start off with like the worst fixtures ever. Um, yeah. I got excited when I looked at his price and I was like, ooh, this could be sneaky. And then I was like, oh, dear God. They play like every best team like away from home for the first yeah. six weeks. So someone to keep in the back of our mind though because they have a really good stretch after that. Yeah, I love both those picks. I was on IBE like hardcore last year. Uh, statistically, he's really, really strong for them. I feel like it's taking some time for him to settle in over at Bournemouth, but uh, but I like him a lot. Yeah. Have you been drinking while we've been doing this? Uh, yeah, a little. Why? What are you drinking? Uh, I, well, dude, that guy's gonna make fun of me again if he knows his beer. Uh, Ex Covesa. I think you had one of those when you were over oh, here. Yeah, it's that that chili chocolate yeah. quarter or stuff. Stout. Yeah, it's my last one. So it's, it's like a nine percenter, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. It's a good beer. 
it's delicious, you know. I'm drinking bourbon. Also a good choice. So I don't fuck around. Yeah. Also higher than 9%. That's like 40. Here's the thing. When you're sad about your life, this is what you drink. Okay. I mean, do you want to talk about it? Yeah, it was a shout for help. You missed your chance. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's like, um, let's kind of finish things up. You got any other questions or? I mean, I do, but if you want to finish things up, that's fine. I don't know. We're getting to that like 45, 50 minute mark. I feel yeah, like we can good. keep it. We can keep it light. So yeah. Okay. Um, so coming up here in the future, um, we've got kind of like some team and player previews coming up that we'll probably do later this week or early next week. Uh, and then we're going to do, like I said, an official game week one pod where we'll kind of cover the upcoming fixtures and players to add and, uh, kind of get into the more traditional format of our podcast. Um, some little interesting tidbits just to keep in mind, like some info and Jake, if you have any good, like tidbits of info to add at the end you can here um Klopp apparently has reported that he's quite impressed with uh their backup goalkeeper Ward um I don't know if that actually means anything uh Mignole clearly is out of favor we all know that uh Karius lost them the Champions League uh so there's a chance that this Ward guy could sneak in and get minutes because for some reason Liverpool is um reluctant to go out and just spend the money on a goalkeeper Another little piece of info, Sun uh, has been called and will be going to the Asia game. So the beginning of the season, I think he's going to miss the first two weeks or maybe three weeks of the season. And then again in January, uh, there's another round of, of matches, I believe. I was just yeah. kind of trying to look into that. Did you see like it's for him to avoid like military like serving? Or whatever yeah it's it's linked somehow with that there was some chatter that he uh that because south korea was so bad they were like gonna make him go do military service or something i don't know if that's true or, or what's going on there but. i wanted to like figure out more but then i was scared like if i was putting that into my google search bar like what would happen so yeah that's fair i don't know it's not like it's north korea but it's all the same you know yeah so. <laughs> yeah i don't know i just was like yeah i'm just gonna take it for what it is and not have him in my team so, yeah. uh, do you have anything to add, Jacob? Yeah, I mean, I think those are good things to keep an eye on. Um, I mean, yeah, the World Cup thing. Who knows? Those, but those guys for sure. Um, and then, I would recommend. You know, heard this from a few other people, and also completely agree. Stay away from Milivojevic. Uh, Six and a half. Who cares if he takes pens? Like, Crystal Palace is not going to get ten, 10 pens again. Uh, staying on that boat, I am interested in their back line, but Zaha, you kind of pointed me in this, and I was like, I disagree with you, and then their first Premier League game, or, you know, not Premier League, but their warm-up game, he played out on the wing, and he's a forward. We didn't talk about uh, people who have moved, but yeah, Zaha's a forward, so stay I I am going to stay away from him right now, yeah. so... Okay, those are good little tidbits to kind of end the pod with. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's wrap things up. Uh, thanks for listening to The Art of Dive. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at FPL Dive. We also have a, a web page, uh, com. On that page, we kind of do some articles and post some updates and our podcast is on there as well. Uh, we have an Instagram page where we post some uh, updates about our pod, about lineups, about players. Uh, that's the art of the dive 
Um, yeah, so follow us on those those networks. Share us out. Get us out there. Uh, Jake, anything else to add? No, I think that's all good things, and uh, we'll probably come back with more information that round round two. So round two. We'll see everybody next week. Thanks for listening. I'm Marco. I'm Jake. And then what are you supposed to say, Jake? Uh, let's die. Yeah, let's die. See ya. Peace. Jake. Has a little dick.